Welcome to another podcast. It's Bush and Richie, and hello to Graham in Deptford. I think we should start off with this uh, piece of communication that uh, Bush and I have had from Graham, uh, and it will make a little bit more sense uh, once you hear the podcast that is coming up. He says, hello, you two jesters. I think that's us. Uh, that's a, um, a provocative <laughs> pro- provocative start, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is. Yesterday it was your personal memories of a war that finished 40 plus or minus years before you were even thought of. Oh. Now you're making words up. Slept walked. What gibberish is this? It's sleepwalked. It's a portmanteau verb. The past tense is on the walking bit. So there, you young scallywags. All the best, <laughs> Graham. Okay, is he being playful there? Is there a ring-a-ding-ding wink to camera as he tops up his glass of scotch one more time? Or is he just properly calling us out on chancing it with the English language slightly? I think and I hope there's a nod and a wink because if he seriously was pulling us up on uh, factual inaccuracies and uh, wrong English language, then this show would have been off air about a year ago. Yeah, he's got a point. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie, the radio show that comes into your house, opens the curtains, opens the windows and saying you're missing the best of the day. <laughs> uh, I need to talk with you right now about what was going on in my bedroom at two o'clock this morning, if you don't mind. Right. Um, well, maybe we could talk about this later on. Let's get. Let's jump on a call later. Let's do that. <laughs> no, it looks like I've been sleepwalking, and I don't do this. This is really weird. So I was looking at my Apple Watch this morning, and one of the things that it measures, uh, it has this sort of activity setting. It will measure the amount of exercise you do a day in minutes the amount of calories you burn by being active. And then the other thing that it measures is what it calls stand hours. So let me read you the definition of that. Uh, According to Apple, a stand hour represents an hour in your day where you stood and moved around a little for at least one minute. So I looked at my watch this morning and I saw that there was a little blue tick for standing at 2am this morning. And I thought, surely not. So I opened up the app properly. And yes, according to my Apple Watch, between 2 and 3 this morning, I was stood up and moving around for at least one minute. Point being, I don't remember doing anything in the middle of the night other than waking up at 7am this morning. So the weird thing is, right, I haven't experienced this back in the days when we were in the same room and everything. You remember that? When we were back in the same room doing a radio yes. show? Yes, yeah. Uh, your watch, I do, uh, obviously there's there's a conversation to be had about um, sleepwalking and talking and stuff, but I do, my initial suspicion is that anyone who owns an Apple Watch, the, the watch is just setting out to try and make you feel like you're going insane. Because the amount of times we'll be talking and it will just pipe up in the middle of a chat and go, sorry, did you say what time is the oven cooked chips? And you're like, what? And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's trying to make you think you're going mad. I can't deny that that does happen a lot when you and I are talking away. It will it will pipe up at the strangest It's got a mind times. of its own, this thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you have been sleepwalking, particularly without any recollection, because normally with a sleepwalking thing, a lot, I mean, when I've had it, I've woken up somewhere in, in my pants, shadow boxing or whatever in the landing. Like getting back in bed and then being none the wiser, and you wouldn't have known if it wasn't for the tech. That's quite scary in its own right, isn't it? 
So, okay, so let's just go back one step. So this has happened to you. You have woken up in the middle of the night and you have slept walked somewhere. I thought, right, once when I was around at my friend Richard Sainsbury's house in Torquay, uh, bear in mind he's got like four sisters and his mum and dad are like both like top-end medical professionals and dead serious and that. Like, I, I, in the middle of the night, I thought someone was trying to get in through the window. I, it was yeah. in my dreams. And I screamed the house down and ran into the hallway and was trying to alert everyone that an intruder was trying to get in. His dad came bowling in with his, trying to put his dressing gown on and everything like that. And obviously the window wasn't even open or anything. And it was just a massively embarrassing, wow. one of many massively embarrassing sleepwalking incidents I've had. I, I'm a nightmare for it. See, I don't see. This is the thing. You, you, you've had that happen to you. I don't even know what's happened to me today because Natalie didn't say anything. I obviously have no memory of it. But the tech is telling me that I slept walked. So look, if this happens to you, if you have a tail like Bush, it would be great to hear the kind of things that you've got up to whilst you've slept walked or, or how you discovered that you were. 8, 12, 15 for your texts or tweet us at Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here. It's uh, we think it's a Tuesday. Uh, I look an absolute state. I can't vouch for Richie. He looked a lot better than me on the video chat earlier on. He seems like he's doing better. <laughs> it's the Stay at Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. <laughs> uh, I might be doing better, but I'm getting up in the night according to my Apple Watch. I was up at two a.m. Don't remember it. I was obviously sleepwalking. Wasn't even aware that I did it. Have you sleptwalked somewhere? What happened? Where did you end up? Tell us about it. Eight, twelve, fifteen for your texts. Uh, first of all, we still have those nightlife, uh, uh, wildlife cameras, surely, in the oh, locker yes. somewhere. That you tried to photo the, yet- uh, the Yeti. The, uh, what was it? The where Coyote, not the Yeti. Christ. The where Coyote, yeah. That's it. Surely this might be an option for later on down the line. Leave it in the hallway, see if it captures you. Walk it. Although you do sleep naked, so I don't know. Uh, add some caution or pixelation to that footage. Yeah, don't want to hand that across to the Absolute Radio social team. Can you put this one up? I don't think uh, our producer, our tech producer Nick needs that on his hard drive. Secondly, <laughs> uh, I just want to put a little call out there. And I don't know if it's an isolated thing, but it is along the lines of sleepwalking. My friend Jeff, right? In the middle of the night, got up when he used to live with his sister. They shared a flat. He got up and he weed all over her record collection. No, <laughs> middle of the night, <laughs> sleep weeing. It's the worst thing. One hand on the wall, like you were at an away game, and you've gone yep. to the lose at halftime. <laughs> weed all over her record collection. Does I mean, he that- shared some dodgy records in there, so you know, kind of had it coming. But still, how embarrassing is that? Does that particular substance do anything to vinyl? Do you know I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Make some, make some play better or something like that. I don't know. Pickles them. Alison tweets and says, I once woke up with a box of icing sugar under my pillow. So it certainly appears that I went baking. See, I came Ooh. back with no props. So that's a strange one. Do you know what, that's says, quite a thing, though, apparently. I think sleep eating is an, another entire like um, substrata of, of sleepwalking. People go to the fridge and eat stuff without even remembering it. Well, Mark does te- Mark does tweet here and says, check the fridge. It starts with a dream, maybe, about lemon meringue pie and ends up with you waking up with crumbs on your chin. Oh, I'm thinking nine and a half weeks and it doesn't feel good. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, trying to use the uh, uh, reference of a cartoon 
duck we think that was diving into a pile of cash from a cartoon show from the 80s this one says are you sure you're not thinking of the raccoons Cyril Sneer dives into money as well doesn't he I'm not sure and then it gets even more confusing because somebody's texted in to say Count Duckula was actually a vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well look Dave Donaldson and Neil Crozier have both tweeted little gifts of what I think is Scrooge McDuck uh, definitely uh, bathing in money I mean you're not going to mistake Cyril Sneer uh, for Scrooge McDuck, uh, being that the show, as you say, was all about raccoons, and and goodness knows what uh, Cyril Sneer was meant to be. So uh, I think we are getting a little bit closer to what was going on. That is, I mean, we don't want to fire too many questions at you today, but what the hell was Cyril, Cyril Sneer supposed to be? <laughs> his state of his nose. What the hell was that? Eight twelve fifteen for your text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. We are trying to deal with sleepwalking after my Apple Watch told me that I was up at 2am in the morning, but I've got absolutely no memory of it. What happened to you? Uh, this text here says, I once went to the Darta Alley Pally, had quite a few sherbets, uh, went back to my hotel room and woke up. I was in the corridor with nothing on apart from my socks and all the doors were locked. I didn't know what room I was in. I had to go downstairs to get the night porter to let me into my room. It was all very embarrassing. I just want to give a uh, a mention and honour to uh, my good friend, Mr. Neil McGonagall, a.k.a. Iggy from Old Swan in Liverpool, who came down for a business meeting in London, stayed at quite a nice hotel, had a few sherbets or shandies, as you like to call them, was uh, sleeping naked, decided that he needed to go for a wee, but thought the, the, the door in the hotel was actually the main door of the room, ended up locking himself out completely nude in the hallway and had to go into reception in the buff to go and ask to be let back in again, which is fantastic. Uh, Adrian Hood in Brentry says, I sleepwalk when I'm under stress. I once sleepwalked into the bathroom and decided to look out of the window. It was shut, so I stuck my head completely through the glass and had to have half my left ear glued back on. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm thankful now. Maybe all maybe I'm either stressed or I just needed a wee. I am 43 now. <laughs> it all changes. We might have an answer, right? Teddy says, hi, Bush and Richie. It was Scrooge McDuck that dived into the coins. How do I know? I animated him in DuckTales the movie, which was made in King's Cross, London. Glad that you remember it. Great show. Lots of love, Teddy. Wow, the movers and shakers that listen to this show. And what a way to actually uh, certify that we've got this right now. That's fantastic. Right to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wonder whether Teddy sleepwalks. The great and the good do, it turns out. Uh, My Apple Watch has told me that I was up at 2am this morning walking. Uh, Yeah, I don't have any memory of it whatsoever. Uh, What happened to you? 8.12.15 for your texts. This says, I went into labour and woke my husband up and asked him to get some paracetamol. He went down to the local shop and came back with paracetamol, but looked very confused. He had sleptwalked to the shop and only oh. woke up properly when the checkout assistant was asking him for the money. That's weird, actually. I think for the first two years of having a, a young child, you are basically sleepwalking the whole time. Uh, Daniel from Norwich says, my wife Katie often still sleepwalks. When she was younger, she lived two doors down from her auntie. She sleptwalked naked to their house in the middle of the night, he adds. Actually Ooh. out of the house. Uh, Simon texts, when I was on holiday in Thailand, I sleptwalked into the hotel room. I thought I was fighting someone and roundhouse kicked the pillar of the four-poster bed and oh, snapped it in half. The whole thing collapsed on my sleeping wife. 
Uh, in our first proper holiday together in Florida, says Suzanne Randall, my husband shook me awake in the middle of the night to tell me that he thought there was a snake in the room. He was very convincing and I have a phobia of snakes. He then went back to sleep, leaving me terrified. What made it worse is that I then really needed to get up and go to the toilet. It wasn't a good night. And in the morning, he absolutely had no recognition of what he said. And there wasn't a snake in the room. I think this message from Suzanne is worth pointing out and sending our sympathy to the partners, the loved ones of people who sleepwalk, because it must do your editing. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Tammy, also Lisa in Middlesbrough, saying Cyril Sneer was either an aardvark or an anteater. I think they are one and the no. same animal, so uh, so that's Never. good to know. Never an aardvark. He looks nothing like an aardvark, does he? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there needs to be uh, an inquiry into that car. I remember enjoying that cartoon, but I didn't. it didn't even occur to me what it was. I just presumed he was an alien. <laughs> uh, and one other thing about the whole Apple Watch and me being up in the middle of the night. I, I noticed today uh, that it says that I was... Up up and about walking at 2am this morning. Uh, quite a few people, uh, Tom Cantwell, uh, Greg, I see on Twitter as well, both saying along the lines of, I take mine off at night. Do most people keep them on? Or Greg says, you sleep on your watch. This is odd, right? I've, I've never even thought that it's odd to sleep in my watch. I sleep in my watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to know sometimes in the night what time it is, if like the, the, your baby's woken up or something like that. Surely exactly. yeah, if you watch. That's very exactly. bizarre. I would say if you go go to the extremes of taking your watch off and putting it by your bedside cabinet next to your little clicking watch or clock or whatever, that's just a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird. Thank you for backing me up on that. Actually, just to clarify, you wouldn't take your watch off and put it next to another alarm clock. Would that be overkill? There's too many questions. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tuesday evening sunshine with your two friends on the radio. It's Bush and Richie with the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio. That's right, your two special friends. And uh, I went for a little <laughs> seafront stroll with the girls this morning to get a bit of air in their lungs first thing. Uh, and a nana went past us on rollerblades at quite an incredible pace. Uh, and she had like lycra on everything. And I thought, do you know what? Fair play to her. Uh, and it got me thinking about these weird preconceived notions that we have of what is age appropriate. Because I imagine people would say that she's too old to rollerblade. And do you know what? I've even been thinking about it. I'd love to rollerblade. If you live like somewhere by the sea, like I do here in Leon C, and you've got a lovely promenade there with all flat pavement. You see people go past you on rollerblades and skating and stuff like that, and you think, I'd love to do that. But I'm, you know, I'm 44. I'm probably considered too old to start rollerblading. So I want to put it out there, okay, just a little kind of uh, survey on the show on this Tuesday night. Do you do something that apparently someone your age shouldn't be doing? And by that, I mean, this, this, is, this is open to younger people as well. Maybe if you're, you know, 15 or 16 and you do something that uh, maybe you're enrolled in a chess club and people are saying, you know, someone your age should be getting out and just having fun. Well, you do what you want to do in life. Do you know what I mean? At, at the moment, uh, my two older kids are desperate, desperate, desperate for me to sign up to TikTok. Uh, and see, I am overtly aware that I think I am too old to, to have a presence on TikTok. I see the kind of stuff that they share and all this. I'm, I'm sorry. No, what, carefully choreographed videos to dance music. I don't think that is something of my business. So I'm trying very hard right now, Bush, not to be that person. 
Which you know what though, there's quite a lot of parents that have been, particularly during this lockdown, everyone's caged up in the house together. A lot of parents have been incorporated into kids' TikTok routines. There could <laughs> yes. be a, a career for you as an influencer in this, Richie. <laughs> uh, so come on then, do you do something that apparently someone your age shouldn't be doing? 8, 12, 15, get involved. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Will says, since working from home, I've been watching Countdown on my lunch break. I'm 29. Do you know what, sometimes, going back to those base student days, there's something amazing about that. I was telling our 10-year-old, actually, this morning, enjoy it whilst you can. That whole thing about being on your summer holidays. They don't do Neighbours twice a day, but back when I was her age, I was watching Neighbours at one and again at half five, and there was something incredibly <laughs> liberating about it. Grasp that opportunity with both hands, darling, that's for sure. The weird thing about Countdown is, as well, you can watch it as a student and you can watch it as you get to your more senior years. It's kind of, It kind of comes back at you at a, at a later stage in life. 8 to 15, a text to show. You can tweet as well at Absolute Radio. I'd love to hear from you. Neil Ray says he's still wearing skinny jeans. Doesn't give his age, but he's still cracking on with some... Sk- Have you ever tried or accidentally put skinny jeans on or tried to wear them in, like, Topshop or something like that? They should have a button in there or, like, you know the chain they have for emergency call on a train in, in one of those loos? They need that for men over a certain age trying to try skinny jeans on. It's terrifying. And Bob Buss has been involved. He says, I turned 81 last month, but I still ride motorcycles. Wow, nice. very cool, Bob. And what a cool name, Bob Bus. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Basher Walsh, 66, paddleboarding and trampolining. Go you. Uh, and going <laughs> back to your, uh, your initial point, Angie says, I am still rollerblading. However, I must concede the injuries are worse now than when I was a teenager. Angie, you're an inspiration. John in Cleveland is learning to ride a motorbike and he says, I am proudly 65. Good for you, John. Good on him. Vicky in Manchester says, Hi, I knit and I'm 38. The looks I get when I say, uh, you ain't a bit young, are you? No, it's a mindful activity and I knit cuffs for premature babies to cover their cannula. What an amazing thing to do, Vicky. Ah, that's so cute. Love it. Well done. Uh, I'm 55 and I still go to gigs. In the last three years, I've discovered Masioki. Any ideas, Bush? No, I I mean, it sounds a bit like karaoke, but sounds a bit, (laughs) all a bit final, doesn't it? (laughs) No idea what that is. Please let us know. We're learning on the. We're getting corrected on, on almost a minutely basis as we go through this show this evening. So, <laughs> why break a tradition? Eight, twelve, fifteen. And Brian from Sussex says, uh, "Guys, I'm fifty-one. I still BMX and skateboard. Although my wife insists I now wear pads as I don't bounce like I did when I was 15. <laughs> Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Andy from Farnborough says, I had the opportunity to play football at the Etihad Stadium. Everyone said I was wow. too old, especially my kids. I'm 40. Do you know what? I should have listened to them as I ended up in A&E with a double fracture in my collarbone and I still have the plate and screws in to this day. Wow. Howie. Oh, poor guy. I'm 43. I still ride motocross and that's considered to be a young man's sport, uh, says Pete in uh, Rushton. And then Rachel says, there's a massive walking netball organisation in the UK. I am their youngest player at 49. Uh, the eldest is 82. Now, here's a question for you. I thought you're not allowed to move if you've got the ball with netball. 
You can't move if you've got the ball in your hands, but obviously the rest of the people can all dart around around you. Ah, I see. I see where the walking comes in now. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, Possibly my favourite text of the night so far, and it's early doors, yeah, in this home time show. Uh, Pete in Carlton says he's 52 and has still got a picture of Sam Fox on his locker at work. Good lad. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's a Tuesday night. You're listening to the Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. One final word on doing something that apparently someone your age shouldn't be doing. And I love this. Guys, my father turned 80 in March this year. In January, he became the national over 80 singles tennis champion. He also became the over 75s doubles champion with his partner, of course. The Hallamshire Tennis Club in Sheffield also became the national club champions because of my dad and his friends. I'm very, very proud. What a lovely message. Fantastic. Uh, Do you know what, actually, uh, thinking a bit further about it, earlier on today, I was using something that I was far too old for actually using. When you and I, Bush, were having our little video conference call uh, before the show to uh, chuck around and uh, plan what's going on, yes, we do try and plan it, (laughs) I was actually using my two-year-old son's little model JCB because do you know what I've realised? It's the perfect height to prop my phone in it uh, so I can then video call you. It saves holding it. I've actually started using his toy digger as a prop for all video calls. Joe, I thought you had quite a good angle to you because, you know, like sometimes it can be a little bit unflattering for all of us if you have a video call and you you just lean your phone against a coffee cup just from underneath your chin. Uh, If our producer Adam's listening, that's what he was (laughs) doing. Uh, but, like, uh, it's sometimes quite hard to get the right angle. I would say that JCB, that little plastic toy, is the perfect angle for video conference calling. Exactly. I reckon there must be a lot of people who are using weird props right now to get a good angle for their video conference call. Because otherwise, if you don't, like you say, you just end up looking up people's nostrils or up their chin. Uh, so, yeah, go out and buy yourselves little mini JCBs. It's the way forward. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Stay at Home Time show. The soundtrack to your Tuesday night or whatever night of the week it is. Uh, it's business as usual. It's been off for a couple of weeks. It just needed a rest and a lick of paint. It's the return of the Tuesday Tombola. Yes, it better be a Tuesday night, otherwise uh, we've, we've dusted her off and got her out on the wrong night. But we're pretty certain that it is time to not only say hello to the Tuesday Tombola, uh, but for the once-a-week time that the Tooting Balls Master, our producer... Adele, Hang on, I thought, the name, is, no, I thought is, the name would drop. Come on. ...is allowed to switch on his microphone and talk to you all, because he is the looking after... He, he is the guardian of thought, the Tombola. After two weeks of not doing it, I thought you might forget the name nickname no no no. the only thing that drops is the balls into that bag as you spin them around one other thing we didn't really pick up on this um at the beginning of the week we had a cliffhanger on friday where you our producer adam you you were going to go and try and get a mcdonald's because it was within range of delivery and this thing about people being really excited about it did you get a mcdonald's in the end or not no no mcdonald's (laughs) it's mcdonald's has been open for seven days now and for seven days we've tried our hardest no luck Wow. Wow. I'm weeping so for what, you. Yeah, so what do you mean you tried your hardest but no luck? What does that even mean? So they're too busy to take our order for seven wow. days. Wow. 
dearie me. We just, I just did find out the Burger King drive-thru around the corner is open though now, so. But you can't drive. I know. <laughs> this is, a, this is, it's a problem I'm facing. It's not really working very well, is it? <laughs> Go on then, let's right. spin this tombola. Let's find out what number is going to pop out tonight. Each number on each ball is referenced to a different, slightly bizarre phone-in topic. We don't know what the rest of this show is going to be like, but this random spin will decide it. Oh. What oh, happened? Oh, What's the, what have oh. you done to it? Nearly fell off the table. I've caught it, don't worry. The tombola's intact. Too vigorous. Too vigorous, man. Just calm yourself. Right, it's ball number 19. Ball number 19. 19. Ball number 19 corresponds to this topic. I won't throw it out. Oh, now this is interesting. Maybe you've got, uh, you've been hanging on to some bit of furniture that you either half hate, but you want to see, maybe you can, you know, there's a place in the house for it, or maybe you've collected a load of football programs and you love it. It's a brilliant collection. It's not worth anything. And you refuse to get rid of them. I will have to, in the next few minutes, uh, go along the landing and go and get something out of my son's bedroom uh, that was attempted to be thrown out decades ago now, and I still have it. 81215, or you can tweet at Absolute Radio. It's the Tuesday Tombola, ball number 19. I won't throw it out. I simply won't. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're always uh, overwhelmed and so impressed with the resourcefulness of people during the lockdown. We talk about it a lot on the show. I just have to say that uh, when we were having our little show plan meeting a bit earlier on, I could hear loads of beeping in the background and stuff like that. So I went to go and check out the window. And do you know what it was? The woman across the road uh, on our street has just turned 40. Happy birthday. It's her birthday and everything. And her friends did a drive-by in their cars with like you know, happy birthday signs and balloons and stuff out the window. And she was stood on the step with a glass of bubbly. So it was like an alternative way to have a happy birthday celebration with your friends driving by and showing their respects to you. What What an amazing thing. What a great idea. I love that. That's brilliant. It's like like a, a carnival for your own birthday and all the floats are just people driving by. It is. It is in many ways. Happy birthday to her. Uh, look, the uh, Tuesday Tombola has been spun. What won't you get rid of? Um, I, I mentioned that there was something just along the landing. It's in my son's little room uh, and it is a toy. I, I'm sure I've talked about Mr. Donkey before. Uh, a donkey that was made for me when I was born as a baby. That's generally how most people are born. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was gi- it was given to me and made out of an old sofa. Uh, it looks nothing like a donkey. It's absolutely horrendous. But I can remember going to my junior school summer fete and my donkey was up for sale at it. And my mum, who hated it, had tried to get rid of the donkey without me knowing. And I went and bought it back. Wow, she couldn't, she couldn't get rid of the damn thing. Anyone else thinking Mr. Donkey uh, is one of those stuffed toys from a horror movie that changes its head direction when there's a lightning storm and a flash of lightning? <laughs> That's 100% what I'm thinking. Get in touch tonight. If you have refused to chuck someone out, maybe it's got sentimental value or maybe it's something that keeps coming back, like Mr. Donkey, you can text us now, 81215. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
My respect to Paul, who has tweeted pictures uh, of match programmes uh, from what he describes as a, uh, well, shall we, I'll paraphrase it, a terrible Sky One TV show. Paul, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you on that. He's not throwing away match programmes from a football game organised by uh, a TV show called The Match that was on Sky One, and it looks like it was hosted in Newcastle at St James's Park, and it was it was basically, I'd say, a big forerunner of Soccer Aid, and it was celebrities taking on old retired footballers, and he's got two match programmes for it, and he still won't chuck them. What celebrities? I'm just having a look in the picture there. We, I see Paul Gascoigne, I see Ralph Little, Ian yeah. Rush is I've in there as well. Gary Lucy. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Is that... Uh, oh, no, actually, it's Callum Best. Of course it's it Callum, is Callum Best. Best. Yes. Any form of celebrity event, Callum Best will be there. <laughs> hey, no, I, I actually 100% with you on this. I think we, we're in agreement with him for holding on to those. It's going to be worth millions in the future. Uh, Kelly's <laughs> been on uh, and refuses to throw out... Uh, throw out um, she's got a Columbo, a Murder, She Wrote jigsaw set. You might want to get in touch with Emma Jones from the Dave Barry Breakfast Show. She's getting well into uh, jigsaw sets at the moment. She'll be interested in those. Maybe it's a Kelly thing. Maybe they're all hoarders. Another Kelly here just saying, I have the most amazing collection of ticket stubs. I, I, I don't, they don't take too much space up your ticket stubs. I don't have a problem with people that keep them. It's just a reminder of a memory, isn't it? Uh, CJ Dowling says, draws from a desk that I had age 10. I'm now 37. <laughs> and do you know what? They've got a point because uh, the photo is, is loads of stickers of like Darth Vader and Transformers and stuff. It's very much of a time. And I think if you go for a, that certain period of your life and you've got like a little desk in your bedroom, uh, you do put stickers on there uh, that remind you of that era. So uh, what a cool thing to keep. You're not really going to pass them on to anyone, but what a cool thing to keep. Uh, Mike in Ealing. Lads, I've still got my radio alarm clock that I've had since I was a kid. I needed it once I found out after watching Back to the Future that I could have music as an alarm. I'm still waiting for the hoverboard, though. Long live my faded (laughs) bedside table lamp, the Sony Dream Maker. Do you know what? You should respect tech that still works after all these years that's put in a good shift, particularly because things are so throwaway these days. I love that. Uh, This is unbelievable. Guys, my dad's false teeth. He died 23 years ago. They're in a box. I used to clean them every Sunday morning. Wow. What about that? (laughs) Uh, Marv in Bournemouth, a little bit different from uh, your dad's front teeth. Uh, I have a seven-foot wooden cactus that I nicked from a Mexican restaurant during a heavy night out when I was a student. My girlfriend absolutely hates it. Can't understand why. Uh, But I can't get rid of it, and it looks amazing. And Brague says on Twitter, uh, he's kept the spice rack he made in secondary school, second year, he thinks. Uh, The wife tries to lose it every time we move house, and I've still got it. And he's tweeted us a photo of it. It's an amazing bit of work, that uh, break. I think, let's just have a click on the full picture. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve individual... Sp- Hold on, no, I'm doing, I'm doing him a disservice here. There's two rows of six with another row of six. Six, twelve, eighty, twenty-four different spices that thing holds. It's amazing. And you're probably looking at being at least 24 years old. And like you said a few moments ago, you have to respect tech that's still doing a service. It's rustic, but I like it. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's the Tuesday Tombola. Number 19 was the ball that came out this evening over our tooting ball botherer's house. That's producer Adam. Uh, And the subject is things that you refuse to throw out. Have you got an item or a thing, a family heirloom that you refuse to get rid of? We want to hear you tonight. 
Here's a great twist. Uh, this text says, I used to be the owner of a pet shop in Macclesfield. We had a pair of lovebirds that made so much noise they were driving us mad. We sold them five times, but people kept bringing them back. <laughs> Finally sold them to an elderly gentleman that was hard of hearing. Result. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like a Monty Python sketch, that, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Roger and Mel on the Isle of Wight says, we've got six sons, all have graduated from university. The eldest is 32, the youngest is 22, and my wife still has all of their schoolwork. Amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Cliff says, my Thunderbirds, and I've got all the episodes on my phone. I just love it. And he's got some actual proper models. We're not talking Blue Peter, Tracy Island. We're talking models that are worth a bob or two. You'd, you'd be mad to throw them away, Cliff. Some toys are brilliant, great. Definitely keep them. They're worth something in the future. Other toys are just a bit freaky. Emma in Whitstable texts to say, I've still got a dolly from when I was born that freaks everybody out. She's got one arm, her eyes are stuck open. She's hardly got any hair left. And her lips are a weird white colour from where I painted them as a kid. She's been relegated to the wardrobe now, but I can't bear to part with her. She's just called Dolly, and everyone says she reminds them of Chucky. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, earlier on, Paul was saying that he had programmes from Sky One TV show The Match, uh, Celebrity Squad versus Premier League Legends at St James's Park. He's just tweeted us a picture of the back page, Bush. Uh, I've got Ooh. the Celebrity Squad in full for you. Are you ready? Fantastic. Yeah, let's go for it. Managed by Graham Taylor. Mark Bosnich, that's a bit of a stretch. He was a footballer. Terry Alderton, the comedian. Harvey from So Solid Crew. Uh, Simon Webb. Simon Webb from Blue. Anthony Costa from Blue. Uh, Ralph Little, as you noticed. Uh, ben Shepherd off of GMTV these days. Yeah. Uh, Lee Latchford Evans, I believe that was Step. Uh, steps, rather. Uh, he's an Evertonian. Sound like a granddad. <laughs> is he? He's an Evertonian. His, his middle name, Latchford, he's named after Bob Latchford. So the band are terrible, but he seems like a good lad. <laughs> Dane Bowers of Another Level, Whoa. Gary Lucy from Footballers' Wives, cricketer Alex Stewart, Philip Olivier, I've absolutely no idea no who idea. he was, Darren Campbell, the sprinter, Mike McLean, once again, no idea. No idea. Rocky Marshall, I again, no idea. No idea. Jonathan Wilkes, Robbie Williams, mate. And Tom <laughs> Craig, once again, no idea. No idea. What a fantastic lineup, and my God, what a night that must have been. Uh, Neil <laughs> Davis has got in touch. Uh, he refuses to get rid of an old VHS of Robin of Sherwood that he collected and cared for. Now, that was one of my favourite TV shows from back in the day because it had a brilliant theme tune, Robin, the hooded one. And it was all filmed at the Tithe Barn in Bradford and Avon down the road from us. And I think Sean Connery's son was Robin of Sherwood. Love these. Good trivia. Hey, look, oh, speaking dear. of nights out, it might not quite be up there with uh, a celebrity football match uh, with Rocky Marshall. However, uh, we have our big, massive midweek pub quiz tomorrow that we're throwing that we want you to be at uh, as, we, uh, as we mark Mental Health Awareness Week uh, by having uh, a big night out, uh, getting a bit of a, uh, a home time community spirit feeling on. We can't have big gatherings, but we can if it's virtual. We want you 
to be there. All you got to do, do it tonight, really, before you have your tea or your turn of the evening. Just drop us a little email. Uh, the filling up fast is going to be a big number of us, but there are limited places and it will be an amazing night. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Just send us that email. We'll send you the invite. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow for more of this nonsense. Take care. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So look, do send in. You heard Graham at the start, but if you want to get in touch with the show, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, a, for your suggestions of whether it is slept walked or sleepwalked or sleepy walked, whatever it is. Or any other stuff you want to pick us up on. I would say in today's show, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, I guess, pick up on this if you were listening to it, but in the background, we got corrected on so many things during today's show, you would not <laughs> believe it. This is a worrying thing, just encouraging them to pick us up on things that they spotted as factual inaccuracies. But all right, let's go for it. Let's swamp the inbox. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.